what's up guys um gonna have my whisper voice on today um the baby is sleeping not the baby the toddler um i'm jumping on here because i feel like just somebody needs to hear this desperately and maybe not so maybe i just need to speak it to myself desperately um before we get started just a quick prelude um just lots of spiritual warfare warfare going on over here um probably the worst i've had in a while probably since august right after getting baptized it was really bad um so yeah, just doing this for me, doing this for you guys right now. I was supposed to do an episode this weekend anyways, and I just, um, this weekend was insane. <laughs> um, lots of tests, yeah. So before we get into it, and I'm kind of just, you know, going off the wall today, but I do have some scripture that hopefully, um, brings some hope you guys and myself um yeah let's go ahead and pray dear lord jesus i thank you um just for another day um whether our patience is being tested or you know our circumstances are pretty just not beautiful right now help us to hang on to the hope of you and your word and your promises and just the goodness of you um, you know, we're not in this walk for ourselves, for blessings. We're in it for you because of who you are and what you've done. So help us to cling to why we started this walk in the first place and just to continue to stretch us and shape us, but also giving us understanding, you know, of these circumstances. And, you know, sometimes we don't have understanding and we just need a bigger perspective, God, and um, that's from you. Um, allow us to learn something today or just recognize something today um, to help us move one more step forward in the direction that you have us called us to. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, um, so where to start? Um, I feel like I want to title this episode, I Hate Being a Single Mom, <laughs> but I don't know if that's, um, that could be a little, you know, versatile, so maybe not. Um, but that's how I feel right now. Um, you know, when I became recently single, even before I had the baby, I was like, yeah, this is dope. Like, I'm going to be a boss, single mom. Like, I'm going to look good. I'm going to be good at it. Like, let's go. Um, and that mentality, I think, only lasted for so long. And sometimes, you know, it still pops through. And um, I think any single mom can join me in saying that it's definitely a lot more than we asked for and I think you know all of my my 
my limitations that I guess I thought I have are being stretched and stretched and stretched and um, it's hard work. It's hard work being a soul taker. The only, I don't know what I just said, soul taker, I don't know if that's a word, um, soul caregiver rather of your child, children even, um, yeah, it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's not, um, it's exhausting. In addition from, you know, if you're, if you're new in this walk or, you know, recent tragedies or relationships, divorce, um, I don't know what you're walking through, right? But in addition to taking care of ourselves, taking care of our children, taking care of our house, our bills, groceries, meals, everything by ourselves, daycare, you still go to work. Um, you have this spiritual walk to tend to, but you also have your emotional healing to tend to. So, you know, um, working on those triggers from your childhood or things with your family or friends or support or, you know, church hurt or past relationships, whatever it is, like, it's a lot on our shoulders, um, mentally, physically, every single way. Um, you know, <laughs> and I'm good until I'm not, you know, it kind of hits me all at once because, you know, maybe my circumstances, it's how I feel, it's like when it, when it rains, it pours, literally, um, so just some background, background information, my car basically, like, wouldn't start this weekend, and I had a friend, um, with me, and I had Leona, and Leona was over it, and, you know, I was in that situation of, like, oh, who can I call, and, you know, I had two people, and, you know, it just didn't work out. And um, so then I had the balls to ask, ask a stranger, and luckily she was nice enough to help us. And then um, it didn't work out, and, you know, Leona's having a frenzy, so she offered to drive us home, which was great. Then you have the car seat. Like, I finally figured it out. <laughs> but, like, how do single moms put a car seat in the car? No, I finally figured it out. I'm going to loosen the strap. And then hook it in and then tighten it, which I don't know. I could have figured that out a year ago, but um, it's just one thing after another. Um, diapers, groceries, making meals, put her down for a nap, change her clothes, do the lot. Oh my gosh, it never ends. And on top of that, you have like car stuff, right? Like. How nice would it be just to have someone do something? <laughs> um, anyways, and then, um, yep, I paid a crap load for them to fix my car yesterday. It was great, and my mom came up and helped and whatever. And uh, then on my way to work, it just, it literally stopped. It just stopped working. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, on top of that. My phone, the whole back of my phone is, um, shattered. I don't know why they still make iPhones out of glass. Um, 
and I pay insurance, but even though I pay insurance because it's the back of the phone, nobody wants to fix the back of the phone, um, so it's $250 for them to send me a new one. I could keep going on and on and on about the phone and the car, but you get the point. Right, you have those days where it's just like one thing after another. Um, yeah, but I just listened to our, the message from Sunday that I didn't get to go to because I didn't have a car. Um, it was all about mourning and properly mourning, um, and how if you just don't mourn and you don't work through things, then you're just going to bring it with you everywhere. And I always say, I know I'm like not ready for somebody. Um, I just, I just know it. I know there's a better version of me out there for somebody else, whoever is going to come into our lives and be a father to my child. And, um, I know there's a better version of me out there. So I know these things, um, whatever, just things in life that I can, I can get through them a little more gracefully. Um, but it's definitely not easy, and I, I stand with you if you're a single mom and listening that everything's on your shoulders. It's it's your fault. Like, your child doesn't have a father. It's your fault you don't have more support. It's your fault your finances are tight. It's your fault, right? And that's where the enemy gets single moms, honestly, is um, especially the loneliness part is he loves... Even if it's like one little thing, I'll just hear those like, those whispers, just like, you're not good enough. Why do you think you deserve this? Like, you're messing up, whatever. You're not doing good enough. You can do better. Um, and I know I'm really hard on myself. And I have a friend who tells me that. Um, it's just who I am. <laughs> So, um, going back to mourning and mourning properly, we all want a quick, easy fix. Um, unfortunately, that's not how life works, especially that's not how healing works. Um, trust me, I wish it was. Um, and I was just journaling, just praying, um, we all just like want a breakthrough. We all just want it within the minute ask for it. We're, we're praying, but are we really praying or are we just having a conversation with ourselves and, and, and bargaining with God and asking for all these things? Are we actually sitting with him and, and being grateful and thankful and asking for some insight and, and direction? Just sitting. You know, you're reading your Bible, but are you just like scrolling through? Are you reading your three chapters a day and then you check it off your to-do list? Are you actually looking to get something out of it meaningfully are you sitting and meditating on those scriptures that stand out to you and I need to do a better job myself is my favorite scriptures just have them all written down somewhere to read in like times like this you know I, I know them but and I know them when I see them but I feel like they're just scattered throughout my brain and I really just need to write them down on my phone or a notebook or something so that they're there. And it's great to pick up new ones. 
and none of that happens all the time, but I know we all have our favorites, um, things we hold on to when times are really tough and we really have nothing else. Um, yeah, healing. I'm really hard on myself because I just feel like I should be, I feel like I should be like free of all of this, all of these things on my heart, on my mind, right? Um, and it's great to be free from past hurt, but the past is always going to come back at some point. So back to the message, it's important that you mourn properly. Blessed are those who mourn and they will be comforted. think um, basically our the message at our church at New Life South Coast is called Freedom Road and I think it's like an eight-week series um, but last week it was all about blessed are the poor in spirit and we're going through the Beatitudes and right the first kind of step of grief or um, healing mourning is like denial like moving past the denial, like accepting that you need help. Um, and then it's anger, right? Working through the whys of what's happening. If God is good, why this, why that? It's not fair. Um, and this is when you, like I said with the Bible verses, you just need to hang on to the truth because faith is the assurance of things believed in, not things that we can see. So, and that's when the enemy can really come in when we're not standing on the truth and kind of just knock us off in one, one comment, one doubt, one, one negative whisper. Um, so I have some scripture here my phone sorry um one that popped up multiple times for me today was philippians 1 6 being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of christ Jesus, right? Like, this is a literal journey. And we have to journey our way through the hard things. It's not like we can just hop over them or hit the skip button. Like, we have to go through it. Sorry, drop something. Um, you have to go through it. There's no way around it. And you're not going to get through it unless you cling to some scripture or you're just going to be into the dark hole of depression. Another one is Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So he binds them up. Other translations, bandages. A lot of them say binds or bandages. Yeah. Um, 
So, right, like, the past is always going to come back. He binds them up. It doesn't say, like, they're never going to come up again. Like, they're binded up. They're underneath something. You've learned how to, you know, kind of move past them and be a bit stronger when it comes to them. But they're still there. Like, it's still going to be a scar. You're still going to remember it, right? How you got that scar and, you know, the whole process to that. Um, but you're going to find ways to get through it. Um, and I myself, I get frustrated on hard days. Because I've made so much progress that I just feel like I still shouldn't be stuck here. Like I, you know, some days you just, things happen and you struggle and you allow some of the lies to become your mindset, right? Um, so I just get frustrated with myself easily when I have days like this. Um, just, I just feel like they take me months backwards. Um, but this is life, you know, and maybe I'm just, I don't know, being convicted of little things that I can do better. And, um, that can be hard. It can be hard to be con convicted, but but never feel condemned, right? I've also felt like the enemy's been saying just like, oh, you're not doing enough. You're never going to get there. Like, God, even God, like, thinks you should be past this. Like, you're not trying hard enough, right? Um, those are some big ones. Um, because I do know that I'm doing the best that I can and I'm doing all that I can to move past this stuff. And you're going to have setbacks. Um, but the truth will set you free. So if you keep relying on the truth and putting your hope in the truth. And it can help to bring you out of your little dark hole. Um, I think that's really all I have. Just a quick one today. Um, let me see if I have any other notes. Um, I have another little good quote from church. Um, basically if you don't mourn properly, right, um, that specific hurt, it can become an identity. So you become like a victim of that hurt if you don't mourn properly, basically. Um... So for me, I, another thing that I shouldn't say hate, but I hate the stigma of just being a single mom and the identity that comes with that. Like I said, um, you know, people just expect that you can do everything and you're supposed to and, um, just that you're, you're even capable to, um, other things that like tagged along for an identity for me is from my past relationship and the emotional and verbal abuses. Um, just that I'm I'm sensitive. 
is a pretty big trigger for me. Um, sensitive, yeah, just what goes along with that, right? Being belittled, um, your self-worth, being in those toxic relationships just kind of depletes away. And I think that's another way where the, the enemy tries to get us. Because, um, you know, granted, if you're a single mom, you may you, you probably have not been treated so nicely by your previous partner. Um, yeah. And that can be hard when you have a low self-esteem, self-confidence, and you are raising a child by yourself. Um, so that's kind of something that I'm working on. Um, also just um, used to being abandoned, like used to being alone, um, which being alone is not a bad thing, but, you know, comes with the territory of loneliness, right? Um, so I thought that was a really good note from church. Um, so it's important, it's really important to work through these things, you know, and even though I've forgiven said person, right, these these past hurts can still come back and then you kind of get your mad at yourself but you just you just need some more time you need some more some more work some more processing um so isaiah 61 3 i've seen this verse a lot lately too um and provide for those who grieve in zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. I love that. Oil of joy instead of mourning, garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. Um, let's see what else I have. A big one for me to work through the hurt is you want to be better, not bitter. That's something that I struggle with is being bitter and, um, being resentful for things way back in the past. Um, you know, and again, it's not an easy fix. God wants to transform us and shape us. Um, so nothing about that is gonna be an easy fix. Um, if you want an abundant life, you know, you gotta work for it yourself. You gotta put in the work because God wants it for you. But do you want it? Do you want to be better? And I used to always say this, God's never in a rush. <laughs> um, another good key point is finding the root of the hurt. So I said for me, like the abuse, being abandoned. Um, also for me is um, emotional neglect. Is a big one. 
and just men in general. <laughs> so to, um, I really want to find some good, um, just male figures, um, for Leona to, to be around, to know healthy, what a healthy, um, man looks like, uh, which I don't really know what that looks like. So, um, it can be hard. It can be hard. My single mom's listening. Another thing, uh, he threw in at the end was God will reward those who sincerely seek him. Um, and that goes back to sincere faith. You know, do you believe until something happens? Do you, are you happy and fine and not angry until things blow up in your face? <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, all good things. I hope this was helpful to those listening. A little shorter episode. Pop it in in during the week. Um, you can listen to my podcasts on Anchor, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Go ahead and follow my Facebook page and like my page or go and head over to Instagram um, for just more updates. Um, yeah, I just, I felt a tug that I really needed this today, which is true. Um, but I hope one of you really needed this. So we will go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. And I thank you for everybody who might be tuning in when and wherever they are, Lord. I just pray that you you comfort them and you come beside them, Lord. And you just, you hear their hearts and you know their struggles and you're right there with them and that you just want to be right beside them right now and that they feel your presence and um, just give them a bigger perspective, Lord, um, that you're shaping them, that you're stretching them um, for all good things to come, for all good things they need to be ready for, Lord. And most of the time, Lord, when we pray, when we ask for things, um, you know what we can handle and you know what we're ready for. So thank you for blocking, thank you for protecting and um, just thank you for having your will set aside for us because we are not God. We do not know what is good for us. And, um, Lord, we just want to be in step with you. We want to be so in tune with you. Um, just to thank you for who you are and what you've done and what you already have done in the future and will continue to do. You are so good to us. Help us to come to a better understanding of who you are and, and what you've done instead of relying on you for just personal things. And um, let us do this walk for the right reasons. And I pray um, all this in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. All right. Thanks, guys.